This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the... Hello, everyone. It's Deanna Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. And our podcast today is going to be a little different than usual. Instead of an actual podcast, uh... I have a guided meditation based on John chapter 20 that my husband, Deacon John, is going to guide you through. So I hope you enjoy it. And when it is over, I'm not going to pop back in to give a not lukewarm challenge for this week, but rather we both want you to have a wonderful and blessed Easter and remember of the glory of the resurrection and to just live that out in the next week, to live in the glory of the resurrection. So without any further ado, the guided meditation on John chapter 20. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, they have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. Mary Magdalene goes to Jesus' tomb and finds the stone moved. What does this mean? Have the Romans taken his body? Or maybe the Jewish leaders? With fear, she runs back to Peter and John and tells them the news. Imagine yourself as Mary, or Peter, or John. What are your thoughts? So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. Looking in the tomb, John sees that Mary is right. There are burial cloths, but not Jesus' body. Where is he? Who moved Jesus? And why are the burial cloths there? When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there, and the cloth that had covered his head not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Peter enters the tomb and notices the same as John did. Cloths, but no body of Jesus. Did someone take Jesus? Robbers would have taken the cloths. Or is this what Jesus was trying to teach us? to tell us, did he rise from the dead? How is that possible? Will he come to us or did he hear me denying him and now wants nothing to do with me? We left him to die on the cross alone, mocked by many. 
We stood by, silent and afraid. Where is Jesus? Then the other disciple also went in, and the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. John believes. He has no doubt that Jesus has risen from the dead. He is the Son of God. Then the disciples returned home, but Mary stayed outside the tomb weeping. And as she wept, she bent over into the tomb and saw two angels in white sitting there, one at the head and one at the feet where the body of Jesus had been. Mary does not speak to Peter and John. She watches them go and stays at the tomb alone weeping with sadness, with grief. Jesus loved her, and she loved him. And they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken my Lord, and I don't know where they laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus there, but did not know it was Jesus. The angels know Mary does not need to weep. They know where Jesus is, right there. Her grief and pain is so great, she cannot see her Lord. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? She thought it was the gardener and said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you laid him, and I will take him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Even when Jesus speaks, she is so wrapped up in her suffering that she doesn't recognize Jesus until he says her name. How often are we so wrapped up in our suffering that we don't see Jesus next to us? We forget his promises. We think he has moved until we stop and hear him call our name. And then we are able to go on with him at our side. Jesus said to her, stop holding on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and tell them, I am going to my Father and your Father to my God and your God. Mary of Magdala went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord and what he told her. Jesus sends Mary to the disciples and announces 
that she has seen Jesus. Her faith and trust and love in Jesus give her the ability to speak in his name to his disciples. What a responsibility to share the good news of Jesus's resurrection with those he loves. But still, they were afraid and waited together, praying and hoping that Jesus would come to them. All day, they waited until evening came, and with it, Jesus. Peace. He left them his peace. He gives them a task, a mission, to go out into the world. He breathes on them. His breath gives the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now a week later, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Thomas, he was not there the first time Jesus came, and he doubted the other disciples' testimony. So Jesus comes again and invites Thomas to put your finger here and see my hands and bring your hand and put it into my side and do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, my Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Thomas doubted. But when he sees Jesus and touches his wounds, he believes. Sometimes I doubt. I see the pain and suffering in the world. Others turning their back on God, on his word. But then I see Jesus in the Eucharist, in the eyes of someone who loves me, in the eyes of a stranger in need. When I read his word and live it out, yes, blessed are all of us who have been given faith. But these are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through this belief, you may have life in his name. Yes, I do believe. Jesus is the Messiah, Savior, Redeemer, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the Word made flesh. He died for me, and I have eternal life. Help me, Lord Jesus Christ, to fully believe in you, 
to share the good news of salvation and to live as you call me to live. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or tell a friend or leave a review. You can find all show notes and links on notlukewarmpodcast.com. That's also where you can find links to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you have a topic that you'd like to learn more about or want to tell me how the Not Lukewarm Challenge went this week, please send me an email at Bartolini at mediaangels.com.